Bendigo Business Stories podcast, produced by B Bendigo, acknowledges the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to our Mental Health and Wellbeing series as part of the Bendigo Business Stories podcast, proudly produced by B Bendigo and supported by the Victorian Government. Wellbeing at work is becoming increasingly important for a new generation of post-pandemic workers. Join me, your host Kimberly Finesse, as we talk to local experts, leaders and business operators about stories of wellbeing, resilience and good business practices. More and more professionals, and especially micro and small business owners, often operate from the heart of their home. Their path is not without challenges. The isolation, the self-reliance, the financial struggles, and the constant juggling of work, personal, and family life. It's a tough balancing act. That's where this podcast comes in. We're here to tell their stories and to recognise what it takes to not only survive, but thrive in business. We look forward to introducing you to our special guests. Hello, Janelle. Thank you for joining me as our guest to talk about work-life balance as part of our mental health and wellbeing series. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. We know each other. We've known each other for a little time now. <laughs> we um, have. Our daughters went to school. They started school together, oh gosh, eight years ago. So we have teenage daughters, which wow. is a very tricky, exciting, wonderful, challenging <laughs> stage. <laughs> oh my gosh, there is no handbook for that. <laughs> I first want to say congratulations on winning the customer focus category in this year's Bendigo Business Excellence Awards. Thank you so much. Now, this is the second year that you'd applied. So you were a finalist in that category last year. Yes. Tell me, was there something that you did differently this year? Absolutely. Last year, um, I did a lot of it myself. So there's a lot involved in the process. And we were quite busy as a team last year. So I took that upon myself to answer all the questions and go through everything that they needed. Uh, where this year we decided, well, I decided, and our team decided we'd do it all together. So that process was fabulous because we really got to sit down, work through our business as a team, receive all, all the answers from everybody individually and put it all together as one. So it was great. That actually says a lot. It's almost, there's, I'm sure there's a quote in there somewhere that, you know, you can't do it alone. It is so much easier when you have a team around you. And I remember when you started solo, but you now have a team of five. Yes. How did that happen? How, how has that come about? I just couldn't keep up. So a couple of months into the business, um, it went just gangbusters, really. It, it, my goals that I had at 12 months, I hit at three months. And then I just had to keep running with that. Um, and I was quite lucky that the people around me, it wasn't just me looking for people, it was people talking to me and wanting to come on board as well. So... Um, it started with a friend of mine, Natalie, um, who came part-time and that was fabulous relief. And then from that, uh, Jocelyn come on board. Jocelyn I've known for, for 15 odd years, so that, that was great. And Mitch as well. So, so Mitch rang up and, and, and we put him on as well. Oh my gosh. So you didn't even really have to advertise for those, you know, first initial roles. No, no, it was really great because I have had a lot of support around me for over the years and known a lot of people in real estate as well. So when I went out on my own, they were still there. It's still a great support. And when the time comes to put somebody on, it was right. Wow. Well, let's start back at the beginning. How did you get into real estate? Oh, it was so long ago now. Um, my family 
a, a, a tradies and they deal with homes and houses and buying and selling and renovating, subdividing, building, whatever else. So for me, it was just part of life. I grew up around homes on job sites. My dad used to draw plans as well, so I grew up around it all. And then as a teenager, I just wanted to go into real estate. So my grandpa said a couple of unfavourable things about real estate agents because he was a builder. Um, and it was just something where I thought being a lady and something that I could do and could handle myself as well. And I was interested in it. So work experience in year 10, I was told I couldn't get a job in real estate for that couple of weeks because of all the laws and whatnot. And I actually went into town and got my own job and, and asked for that job. Um, and I worked at Pat Williams and Associates. That was a great start because I was there for two weeks and Pat offered me a full-time job, but unfortunately I couldn't take that during Year 10. Um, and then Year 11 and 12, I worked at DCK one day a week, so I was really fortunate to be able to be part of the sales team and the rental team, and I've got some friends from DCK still, and that's how Natalie started with me too, so that's where I met Natalie. And from there, I went straight back to Pat's and worked a full-time job after Year 12, so it was just something that was always going to do. I can't believe you've been in real estate for that entire career. Like, not even any deviations? No. None? No. no. Wow. I did tra – um, I travelled for a year and a half, but I worked in real estate in the NT as well. So it was just something that I love. I mean, what, why wouldn't you love – there's so much growth around it and it, everything cha changes all the time. So it's one of those things where it's exciting for me. So I love it in my own personal life. So why wouldn't I do it at work? Yeah. Yeah. You must love talking to people. I feel that real <laughs> estate is very much customer service focused. It's great. Which is what you've won the award for. Yeah. But what do you think, what traits are really special about that? What do you bring to that role that makes your customer service award winning? Knowledge. Yeah, it's one of those things I do it in my own life. So when somebody comes to me and says, I'd like to sell my home and they've got land around them or whatnot, it's something where I go, do you really need to sell? Let's subdivide this land and let's do this. And this is great for their life. But in the end, it's great for us as well because we get land and a home and, and we all get set up from that. So it's about just supporting them in their journey as well. And I've had customers with me for 20 odd years. So it's one of those things I've, I've been a part of their life as much as they've been a part of mine. I was going to say that you must meet someone yeah. and then see them again in a few years. It's so great. See their yeah. families grow yeah. as well. Yeah, and both sides of things too. Um, tenants who are in a home, you know, they come along and they have their first babies and then they grow up and then they're off to school and they move their couches around and they get new dogs and, and we're a part of that life too. So it's great. Amazing. Yeah. Let's talk about work-life balance. It's <laughs> a question... I have four kids, so it's a question that I get asked a lot. Yeah. Uh, depending on what environment we're in, what situation, it's sometimes a question where I'm like, oh, really, could we talk about something else? Yeah. Because there's no right answer. There's not one thing that you do that gives you that balance. So how often have you been asked, how do you juggle it all? All the time, yeah. And the beauty of it is we just do. So we juggle it because I love what I do at work and I love what I do at home. So my kids... Off to school, I come to work. If they've got commitments after school, well, that's just booked in. And if I need to catch up, I just need to catch up. So, But I've got a great team as well. So we all support each other during every single day. Yeah. So tell me, what when did you launch Janelle Stevens' property? What, was, what made you want to do that? I launched this 
company two weeks after my son started school, my youngest son. So it was a matter of my children went through daycare right up to school. Um, just before the end of that last year, the kinder year, after my youngest, I quit my job and then I wanted to start this business. So I sat on it for a, a month or so just to get everything sorted out behind the scenes. I started my youngest at school. Once he said to me, I was walking him into school every day, once he said, I'm OK, Mum, I went, OK, <laughs> it's time. So I knew I had 30 hours a week with my kids at school. So I was, so I was just going to start a small company with some rentals and just do it myself for 30-odd hours a week. And that changed about three months into it and I realised it was going to be a bit bigger than what I thought. So Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, we know each other and I still can remember... The day that you came over to my place, I had a different business at that time, but I can still remember you coming over and saying, hey, this is what my idea is, Uh, you know, just in terms of social media and website. And I have watched your business grow exponentially over the last five years. I look at it and I'm like, (laughs) is this the same person? Like, what? How have you managed that? And as you said, you have two kids at school. So Mm. how have you built a real estate company through that? Because again, it's that customer service. You need to be on all the time, I'm assuming. Having the right team, having the right support around us. So everywhere we go, somebody wants to talk to us about something. And the beauty of it is I like to talk, but I also know what I'm talking about and I love to talk about real estate. So it's never a bother. Is there a time where you turn your phone off? No. <laughs> I turn it on silent and I manage that. Um, but my watch shakes because I have an Apple Watch as well and I am usually fairly on. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty. How do you balance? What are the little things that you do in your business day that allows you to have family time, work and also time for yourself, which is really important? I think about what makes my days great and I need to put all those little things in to make a great day. It's not a great hour, it's not not a great moment, it's a great day. So I go to bed and I wake up and I go to the gym. So when I go to the gym, um, I have a great time at the gym. Most, some days I'm there to work out, some days I'm there to catch up and everyone at the gym knows that that that's sort of the case. (laughs) But I love the people that I go to the gym with as well, so I'm very lucky there go to gym, come home, have a little bit of time to catch up just a little bit of, on my work. Then when the kids rise, it's it's about them. Get them off to school and then it's back on to work. So during the day though, I do, I am known to pop around and have lunch with people or whatnot and, and catch up and do what you have to do. And then in the afternoon, it goes from there. And if I don't um, catch up on my work, then that happens at nighttime. So it, it just depends on my day and, and what I can fit in. But I can tell you I, I don't miss school events and sporting events with my kids as well because that's the, mo- the most important thing to me as well. But also that's where a lot of contacts come from too. So I am at football or netball and things like that and, and, um, and that's where people do talk to me about uh, real estate as well. So to me it, it all fits in. But that's just me. I have a team here as well and I, I let them do that as well because what, what um, whatever fits into their daily life and then that's what um, is important as well. Has there ever been a moment where you've had to pull yourself in or a team or a staff member in and say, look, we actually have this work that needs to get done? No, my team. Really? My team, I have to say, my team are amazing. Yeah, they are fabulous. I cannot recall one time that I've said, hey, 
you actually need to get this sorted because every single individual in this team, they want to do it too because they get the work-life balance as well and they know that that's what comes with the job. So, Do you look at it and think that's just luck or the people that you've met or that you attract the right people? Like there's got to be a reason, Janelle. Not, actually, not everyone is as lucky I as you. I do think about this because some people go, you know, it's so great, you've got a great team. And I go, I am so lucky. And then they go, it's not luck, it, it is because you give that to them. And I, I, I try and get my head around that, but I, every day I do think I am lucky. I mean, I'm the luckiest person in the world. I get to get up. I've got great kids. I come to work and work with my friends. I just, I love it. Come Sunday, I'm like, woo, I'm going back to work tomorrow. Like, it's fabulous. And Sunday's a great day as well because I've got my kids and whatnot. So I'm just so lucky. I am really lucky. So in five years, has there been a moment where you've gone... I'm going to be in my 40s in five years. (laughs) (laughs) Or in two years. (laughs) I'm already in my 40s. Let's not talk about this. Okay, let's just talk about the the time frame, not how old we are. (laughs) How old we feel. Yeah. (laughs) Um, When you look at those five years, has there ever been a time where you've gone, this, this isn't working or this is growing too fast or geez, this is hard, how am I going to get through this week? Oh, some weeks I do go, wow, there's a lot going on. But we talk about it at work and 99% of the time someone's going to say, I can take that on, let's do this, let's do that. And we work together every, every day. It, it, it's great. But, um, yeah, we just get through. Yeah, work harder, work longer because it's not every day is like that. And COVID times was incredibly busy and we worked around the clock but... It was worth it. Yeah. So tell me about COVID times. You couldn't be in the office. How did you manage all that at that time? Oh, we had to evolve every single week. It was, things were changing. We had to put new processes in, whether we had remote inspections or, or remote photography or whatnot. Whatever we had to do, we just did it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you learn that? Oh, <laughs> it was tricky. We had a lot of media around it, the REIVs support. We talked to each other, everything we could. Yeah. So you just mentioned with COVID, you know, that you leaned heavily on REIV, which is your industry body. Again, I'm coming back to like there's little things that I'm picking up when you're talking and, you know, it's that you have this incredible team and you have a really low staff turnover as well. You've got people wanting to join. You don't even have to advertise. I suppose what I want to ask is have you then gone to study leadership and and how to be a boss how to manage staff I've wanted to so many times but I actually haven't because I check in with my team and I say where are you at what are you up to is there anything I can improve is anything you want from me and whatnot and they're always quite okay with with how I run this place Um, but how I run this place always involves them as well so we run it together Mm. yeah so communication there's obviously no hierarchy no no, we're a team every day of the week. I can't do this without them. I don't want to do this without them. I don't want to come to work if they're not here. Sometimes we message and go, who's in the office? Because we don't want to come in if they're not here. So we always like to catch up and be together. So it is good. I have to ask, what position did you play on the netball court? Oh, wing attack. Because mm. I don't know if you know, but I'm not that tall. So I don't get to be in the, in the, uh, the shooting end or the defending end. So I'm the one who just runs around and they just say, you're everywhere, just run. So that's mm. me. I think there is something uh, out in the universe about what your netball position oh, yeah. means in life. I still play netball. So oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's great. Sometimes I get a call up at night time and I go, oh, okay, yes, I'll go and fill in because they're a team. They need people and when they need people, they can't play.
play without them. So I I go and play netball and I really enjoy it. And I play with my daughter too, which is the best. So cute. And um, a wing attack, that's a connector. Yeah. You connect the centre. Definitely. To the goals. Yeah. And even to defence. Yeah. Maybe that does explain a little bit about your role in your team here. I like to be everywhere. Yeah, I play wing attack, but I like to go into the wing defence section as well, just so I'm just everywhere. (laughs) You are everywhere. (laughs) Now, you do have a team. It grew really quickly. So as you said, you know, you hit that three-month period, which is probably what everyone would hope for, um, that you hit three months and then it grows. Was it going at a speed that you like, well, slow down? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, a friend of mine did say to me, it's like a steam train now. You just have to run and keep up with it. And I, that's how I felt. I was running really fast trying to keep up. And it was great though because I really enjoyed it because the day I, st- I started, I sat there with my computer and my phone and I went, what do I do now? And I just sort of looked at my phone and thought, maybe someone will call me. And that just went from there. So that doubt went quite quickly. I also think your industry contacts have helped as well. For Those sure. relationships oh, over, for sure. you know, since you're 10. Years and years and years, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. When you say you were running fast to keep up with that steam train, something that I think about work-life balance, and when we talk about balance, it's not that it's 50-50 with work and life, you no. know, and the kids, but there are times when it is imbalanced and we burn out. Like we are yeah. – because your business is working so hard and going yeah. so fast and you want to leverage all those opportunities – have you ever been in a situation where it's felt like burnout? You've you've been exhausted. You've yeah. You know. I get close sometimes, and I just take a step back. So if I need that morning off, or that day off, or that afternoon off, or whatever it is, and take the dog for a walk, go back to the gym, or just go for a day trip somewhere. Yeah. So we can push put that in, but doing that as well. Sometimes we get a phone call on during that time, and we just take it anyway because a lot of people who ring they don't burn me out situations burn me out but the people don't so if somebody rings and we just have a chat and I go no worries I'll get onto it the next day we just do that yeah so so obviously fitness is a huge part of your life and by the sound of it that is what balances out that yeah that stressor well you can't have your phone on you and you can't answer because yeah sometimes you're you're struggling in that gym there or talking to other people so it is a good way to get away yeah but I go quite early in the morning, so hopefully my phone's not ringing at that time, but sometimes it does because we're on emergency calls as well. Now, I Googled work-life balance, women in business, just to see what would come I'd up. I'd love to hear all the answers. <laughs> um, it was pretty much a top five. Like They're the same thing over and over. So I want to throw a few at you and you tell me um, whether it's something that you do or what your spin on it is. Okay. So one of them was say no. Oh, really? Uh I always work around that. So if somebody says I need you at a certain time, I go, look, unfortunately I can't get there at that time, but I can get there at this time, this time and this time. And that time I might be doing work things, but I also might be dealing with my children. So it just depends on the day of the week. Mm. I find no is really hard Mm. to say. It's actually a word that I don't like hearing. Yeah, oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I feel like it's um, – I probably have to work through this with a psychologist, I think. <laughs> but I feel like uh, no for me is like rejection yeah. instead of a, a no, not right now. Yeah, oh, for sure. Or absolutely, I can help with that. Unfortunately, I can't make that time, but I can do this time. So, yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, so the next one is setting boundaries and expectations. 
Boundaries, we talk about that a lot here. Um, it's one of those things where because we all start and finish at different times, sometimes one of our staff members start quite early in the morning. So when she starts early in the morning, she works away, kids get off to school and she does that hour of power and then she takes her dog for a walk. So it's one of those things, you know, you have to do that just because you're starting at 6am in the morning, it doesn't mean your dog misses out on that walk. So get what you've got to get done, set the boundary and then do what you have to do. So yeah, it's important. That hour of power is oh, yeah. huge. I hear about this all the time and it's almost, uh, this was another one of them actually, was being intentional with your time. Yes, yep. Yeah. yep. Put the phone down, stop answering that call and then straight into the work. So get that hour done and you can actually do a lot in an hour if you set, if you set your mind to it and know that you, you've got that one hour to get that all done. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the one about eating the frog? first no oh my gosh see this is another I don't want to eat a frog no I don't either <laughs> but apparently <laughs> I think it's a, a lolly frog <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea is you attack the worst part of oh, the day first we do that all the time yeah, yeah yeah so we get some things that come in that that we go oh no we've got to deal with this always do it first get and it we, off you. absolutely because everything else is great after that mm. yeah and we do make quite a few calls that aren't great so it's one of those things that we go rip the band-aid off let, let's get that done give that that person a call and when we give them a call, we sympathise with them too because obviously we're calling them about something bad. So if we are doing that, then we understand as well. One of them is stop comparing. Yeah. When the judges come to do the judging for the business awards, one of the questions was how do you compare yourself to the other real estates? And our answer was we don't. We do what we do and we run our own race and we're happy with that. So everyone's doing their own thing. There's all the work to go around and we're all okay with that. So... I'm really big on that as well, Janelle, in that you need to have your blinkers on. Stay yeah. in your lane. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you're looking out to the side of what everyone else is doing, yeah. A, you're distracted. You're yeah. not focusing on your own thing. That's it. And you do have to trust in yourself. When yeah. you are a micro or small business owner, you don't have that big team around you. Yeah. You've got to trust in yourself. Yeah. And, and go back to that, why am I doing what I'm doing? That's what it. makes me unique? What are my superpowers? And if you love what you do, you do it well, I believe, so... Mm. Last one is to lead by example. Oh, <laughs> a friend of mine went to a conference a few weeks ago and um, she actually come back and one of the things she learnt there was lead, lead from the top, lead by example. And that night she went out after the conference, had quite a lot of drinks and was not well the next day. And my gosh, I laughed a lot because I said, how are you going, leading by example? When you come back to town, let's start then, hey, baby steps. So yeah. we had a really good laugh about it. Um, and she's a great business lady in town. And, um, and, and you'll get to meet her on a podcast in a few weeks' time, I believe, which will be fabulous. Um, but um, here, I can fit into any space in, in this business. So if somebody's away, if somebody's down, if somebody's crook, if somebody is just having a hard time, one of my team members here, I can always just slot in there and I will always take on what they've got to take on. So I think knowing the business inside and out means that no matter what, I can jump into wherever is needed and that's important with this job. So, mm. yeah. Again, it just comes back to that. If you're a solo entrepreneur, yeah. you are wearing all the hats. Yeah. And maybe it's important that when you do bring on a team, that you are still able to slot back into those roles? Absolutely. It really is because if things pop up, um, sick kids or events or things like that, I just slot straight, uh, straight in there. I never want a team member to come back and have to catch up on their work. It's always moving forward from there. And that is something we say a lot in the office too, moving forward. So, yeah, it's what I can do. When we talk about starting a business five years ago, what was the real estate industry like then versus now? 
a lot more heavily involved with technology now. So back then we, we had the Bendigo Weekly and that was fabulous. We'd advertise in the weekly, we'd put things on the internet. These days it's all virtual, um, it's all on internet. We don't have the weekly now, we don't have um, things in the front windows and things like that. Everyone wants to talk to us online or virtually, yeah. And it's great though, it means that we are round the clock though, mm. yeah. So when someone asks me, how do you juggle it all? That's one of my first pet peeve questions. <laughs> I, I think it's, as I said, it's because they're just wanting this one magic bullet that's going to save their, what you know. the answer? Yeah, they want the answer and it, there is no one answer. No. The second one is, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Oh, I just see myself here. It's great. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I think it's going to be bigger again. There's probably more staff that, that will be here. Um, it's out of my control, that, that growth. Um, but I love it here. So, yeah, I'll be here. Do you have a strategy, a business strategy? I talk to my accountant about it, yeah, yeah, but it's it's loose, yeah, because it depends on the clients, it depends on the world. Mm. Yeah, we it's, didn't know about COVID two years ago, so yeah. what's going to come in the next five, five years? I remember interviewing someone uh, for my Oak podcast and she runs a multi-million dollar company, like it's huge, and I'd talked about business plans and she said that was one of the things that, that went during COVID mm. was because they had all these things that went wrong. I think they lost two shipping containers oh, wow. at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> and then something else had happened and the yeah. pandemic hasn't helped that. And so what she was saying is we're not looking at five years, we're not even looking at 12 months, we're just trying to get through the next three months. Yeah. You know, and so that strategy then became a moving document. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Is it a five-year plan too far? It's too far for us. Oh, I yeah. was always thinking that. Yeah, well, we've got the market to deal with. So it's not us, it's, um, it's actually the market out there. So we have to deal with that and roll with that all the time. Is that stressful then, not yes. knowing? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it is because we don't know what the next three months, six months, 12 months looks like and it depends on things like the interest rates and family situations of people out there buying and selling and renting and whatnot and that, that just all comes back to us. So I don't have a team. I mean, I have lots of contractors which come in and out but I would love a team and I, I like your team. Mm -hmm. I, I have this feeling... <laughs> That if I was to take your team with me today... Hang on a second. <laughs> ..and insert them into my business, that it wouldn't work the same. So I think it has a lot to do with you as, you know, that little puzzle piece as that connector. But tell me, how does it work then for a micro or small business owner? If they don't have a team, how are they going to manage the workload that they have? How are they going to achieve that work-life balance? If they love what they do, they won't feel like they're at work. So it's a matter of doing the job, do, do, um, doing what they love. And then when it does grow, well, that's when you get the beauty of having a team around you. Is that first hire scary? Oh, yeah, really scary because you worry if you've got enough work. So yeah. straight away you go, you need someone, but how long is this going to last and how much work am I going to give them? But then once you put them on, you go, how do I live without them? And, and that's, that's the beauty of it. I mean, you look at me, uh, Mitch, for example. Mitch um, called me up one day and said, hey, I'd like to come and work with you. And I was like, OK, let's make it happen. But see, I've known Mitch since he was eight years old. Oh, my so gosh. <laughs> Mitch's mum, Anne, gave me my first job when I was 16 at Pat Williams. So Anne is a stalwart oh, in the real estate industry. Anne, and I think in Bendigo, I think yeah. a lot of people would know who Anne Kenny is. Anne Kenny is amazing. Yeah, yeah she is so wonderful and I'm so so privileged to have her in my life and 
you know, to have her all through my life as well, why wouldn't I want to do real estate? Because I look at her and I go, she's, ama- she's amazing. I just want to be just like her. Yeah. So do you have mentors and women that you look up to? Absolutely. And she's great. Yeah. Men and women though. And people in my world that I can just call and have a chat to as well. So um, it is great that I am, I am in a world of very great uh, professionals um, and that's who I, who I want to be so I can reach out to them and we all want to chat. So it's great. Yeah. So before I ask my favourite last question, I do want to just check in with you first. How are you? You've got a great vibe about you anyway, but how are you in your business right now? Great. I'm really great. Content, happy. The award was just a peak of all the hard work over the last couple of years. It was great. And and right now things are going really well. It's so that bit of validation. Looking forward to, to that race towards Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. And your staff, do you check in with them and how often? Oh, we this is embarrassing. We actually talk all the time and we talk about everything. So even on the weekend, last weekend, we all went out for dinner together just because we can. Um, we, if somebody's unwell, we always check in. We have not only phone calls but texts. Um, we have our Facebook group as well and it's about everything. We talk about haircuts and recipes and everything else as well as real estate. So we're, we're really good friends um, and that, that's what's important for us as well as work colleagues so yeah wonderful I still don't I still want to take them with me uh, but no, please don't <laughs> I'm just not please sure don't. how this is going to work <laughs> no please don't <laughs> um so the question that we've been asking all our guests is that if you had one ask whether it's professional or personal what would it be oh it's a tricky one um just to be kind Everyone should be kind to everybody and everyone's got things going on in their own world, whether it's personal, professional, real estate or whatever it is, just be kind. Yeah. That sounds easy, doesn't it? It does. To be kind. It does sound easy. It should be easy. Like it's not hard. And to just think it's actually not all about you. There are a lot of things going on in the world and sometimes we make a phone call and and somebody might snap or, or just take that differently and we go, wow. But the reason is we step back and go, they must have something going on in their world and that's okay. So let's just work through that together. So, and just be kind. Yeah, it's not, it shouldn't be that hard. No. Yeah. Well, I think you have the most incredible team here. Like I really do. Thank it's, you. you know, so I'm, do I. <laughs> I, I <laughs> we're friends on Facebook, which isn't a big thing for me. So I've got a small <laughs> Facebook uh, friendship group uh, compared to probably what Oak has as a brand. And, you know, I, I get to see there's just one Janelle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's really beautiful to see. And I think that's what makes the, the team gel as well Yeah, is Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, but something that I've sort of pulled out from this conversation is that you can't do a good job if your job is all that you do. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. that you do need that, you know, that exercise, that yeah. outlet, the kids. Yes. Yeah. It's the reason why you started your it business. Is. Yeah. The flexibility. Absolutely. And look at it, it's afforded you the most incredible life. Uh, You are helping so many people in Bendigo find their dream home. Yeah, it's it's so great. It really is. Yeah. And I've got one last question. I'm dying to know. (laughs) We had the last question. Oh, there's always one more. Um, (laughs) Encore. Would would you apply for the Bendigo Business Excellence Awards next year? That is a really good question. Um, I did originally say no because we are um, happy where we are, but... um, Possibly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did get nominated for a few different categories as well. Uh, one of them was the regional women's category, um, but I chose not to go with that one because I wanted, 
it is all about us as a team. So it's yeah. not about me. Like, as I said, I can't do this without the support of my team and it is about us. So winning that award was the ultimate peak. So possibly next year, possibly. just depends on the time frame of how much we can get together to, to put this submission in. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I look forward to seeing anyhow and thank you for being a guest. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a review via our socials or connecting with us online at bbendigo.com.au.